La sonrisa ancha, tierna la mirada Tiene la palabra de mil hombres juntos Y es mi loco amante Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Soyla Perez. And I'm Vero Eti Flores, and we're two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we have a another Senora Jams episode for y'all. You know, we thought maybe you have family coming over for the holidays, you're prepping your house with decorations, you know, like I had some family come over and my mom specifically, my parents both like really like have like an eagle eye for dirt in the house. So I'm always like voraciously cleaning <laughs> before any family comes over. So um, I feel like these are some great jams for that purpose i feel like right now maybe like the christmas jams might also make mm -hmm. an appearance but mm -hmm. we have an episode for that coming later so yeah don't this worry is for the senora jams we got you covered <laughs> i think senora jams are good for any time of year but yeah i think it could be you know it could be good music that brings together some of the older generations you know if you want to put something on that Maybe definitely. you're with I definitely think that they're just particularly suited for cleaning for some mm -hmm. reason. To me, it's maybe it's because like, you know, this original senora is my mom who would make me clean, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what are we listening to? So we are listening to my pick, which is El Hombre Que Yo Amo by Miriam Hernandez. Let's take another listen. So I have to give a shout out to an incredible Senora playlist that I found on Spotify, which I'm going to link in the show notes. So go check those out if you want to get connected to it. That gave me all of the inspiration for my songs for this episode. So we did a Senora Jams episode, which we'll already link. We'll also link in the show notes in case you want to see our original Senora Jams episode. So I had to, you know, go to the next level for some more Senora Jams. But there is like, this is a big genre. There are a lot of songs that fit this bill. Um, but I was really... Um, enjoying her senora playlist and the song was on there so medium Hernandez was a new artist to me she's a chilean singer songwriter and this was released in 1988 which i feel like the 80s was a good time for the senora jam 
I feel like the late 80s, early 90s, probably like, especially for our generation, Mm -hmm. you know, like our mothers, right? Mm -hmm. We're listening to a lot of these jams and we were children Mm -hmm. being made to clean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. But I love this song. I love her voice. I love, I mean, it's like in in the same way that Bachata is like all about feelings. So are the Senora jams or like big feelings, big voice. Um, Mm -hmm. and I love that about it. Um, I'm actually proud of myself because this episode I brought all women artists, which is rare for me that, oh, you often do that. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, a lot of the music I listen to leans really heavy in the male vocalist direction. And so, um, this is an all, almost all women episode from both of us. So that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, yeah. I do love uh, the big drama. (laughs) So the, you know, just like amazingly cinematic songs this sounds like if it was not a theme for a telenovela it definitely could have it been. should have been yeah yeah there's a lot of overlap between <laughs> telenovelas and senora jams which makes sense yeah, I mean, the audience for telenovelas, telenovelas right senoras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we talked exactly. about this last episode when we did this before but um whether or not you feel like you're a senora yet are you feeling it was like two years ago Oh, interesting. Interesting. What was my verdict two years ago? You were like, maybe it was kind of, you weren't like, yes, but you were like, maybe getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm definitely on my way to senorahood. I feel like sometimes I'm an (laughs) extremely senora, like when I'm Mm -hmm. in my like robe and slippers and my like, (laughs) you know, turban, my silk lined turban to protect my hair at night. (laughs) <laughs> and like <laughs> I finished my skincare routine with, and it looked like a little glazed donut, then I definitely am on my senora shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if somebody out in the world called me senora, I would still like gasp a little gasp. Of, yeah. <gasps> I would be a little weird. Horror. <laughs> yeah. You don't look like a senora. Yeah. You still look really young. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I but, used to look like a child and now I'm like in some middle ground, you know, where I don't no longer look like 15, but, um, that's still. probably pretty good to not yeah. look 15 anymore. No, it's good to not look 15, <laughs> but it's definitely something that I feel like sort of masculine of center people often, I think kind of look like little boys. I think it's cause we don't understand masculinity in like non-traditional forms. And so we're like, well, you must be a child, you know, like it's just like, right. Right. Brain doesn't understand where to put you, you know? And then I have like round cheeks. So that always helps. My abuela was always like, she would tell me when I would see her, even in my twenties, she's like, I can't believe you can drive. You know, she also had dementia. So that may have affected (laughs) some of what she had to say to me, but, but I think she was just like in my mind, in her mind, I was like always 15 or something. Um, but um, but yeah, I don't I I could definitely see you with the senora status. I don't personally feel like in that realm, and maybe I never will be. I don't know. Maybe because of gender. Not that I'll never be like old, but I don't know what my gender will be like in in my elder years. But right, I can definitely right. See you in a senora you status. Can make a senore <laughs> situation. <laughs> Italian. Work. Is that Italian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like some sort of elder, you know elder queer status for sure um but but yeah i don't feel that oftentimes i'm just like i can't believe i'm 37 like i don't feel the way that i thought of people my age when i was younger you know like that Mm. seems so old and grown and i'm like i guess i am but i don't know 
don't always feel yeah it. yeah i mean it, i think about all the time about how i wasn't given a model for what my life could be like which mm. i think is true for a lot of queer folks right mm-hmm. and i'm just like we're all sort of in some ways making it up as we go along in some ways relying on our queer elders but like they have a very different experience of queerhood because um you know being out was very different when they were our age than yeah for us and so we're just sort of a lot of it is making it up as we go along there's no model which is really liberating in a lot of ways right because it's just like I don't feel tied to any sort of norms of like you know that a lot of straight people feel tied to in terms Mm -hmm. of like this is when I need to get married this is when I need to have kids this is when I need to buy a house like I feel like so far removed from anything like that that um you know in some ways I'm just like wow is this what this feels like in another way I'm just like well there was no model so here we are making it up yeah yeah it can be liberating and it can be kind of isolating or something alienating to not have yeah. those models yeah of for you, sure you know? so I think yeah it's like a little both. bit of both yeah so what's your first senora jam for this episode my first senora jam is sort of in the path of the question that you asked me about whether like, you know, like I'm a senora or not. I feel like in this one, I am like, okay, I'm a senora here because <laughs> mostly this song came out in 2001. So people who were born when this song came out are like 20. So, you know, I'm like fully admitting senorahood here. This song is Yo No Soy Esa Mujer by Paulina Rubio. this is in the category of like really irreverent senora jams which have Mm -hmm. always been my favorite genre of senora jams um (laughs) i almost brought um a quien le importa by uh talia which is also similar but we only somewhat recently brought that to our shower jams episode so refrain from bringing that but I feel like these like really irreverent like you know strong woman or you know I don't give a fuck what you think type of songs are some of my favorite in the senora jam um genre and I I really love this one for that for to me this one is like very like 
it's very my mom also like i feel mm. like my mom and like my relationship to love and relationships is very similar to my mother's as well my mom's like i don't expect me to like turn into a different person for you don't expect me to like lose myself in you don't expect mm. me to you know like if you don't love me you can go fuck off i don't need you you know like mm. whatever like i'm just not that bitch you know what i mean yeah and so this song is very much on that like on that level mm-hmm. and this came out in like 2001 yeah wow Early aughts. It's like, you know, peak peak Paulina Rubio era is what I would say. Yeah. Before Do you think you heard this back then? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't I don't know where when else <laughs> I would have heard <laughs> it. I'm sure that it was <laughs> you know. Yeah, I recognize it, like, it too. Yeah. Recently mm-hmm. made an appearance again when I was with my sister uh, making a playlist of these kinds of songs because this is like my sister's favorite genre, Catherine. Uh. Not Pia, but the middle, my middle sisters. She like loves like a telenovela jam. She loves like a señora jam. She loves like a. It's like this is her jam. This is her genre mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. of music. So, um, I was making a playlist with her like a year ago, um, mm-hmm. for cleaning the house, and she suggested this one, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Were you making so, a playlist like a collective playlist for cleaning the house? Yeah, it was like a collective playlist, but it was really like uh, focused on her tastes playlist. We were making a playlist for her because I feel like I, you know, I had all these playlists that I liked and that I played and she liked some of the stuff and doesn't like another stuff. She also really, really loves Dominican Dumbo, which Mm. um, is a funny combination with some jams, but, um, but she, um, I have all these playlists that I was listening to, you know, and she, I was like, let's make you a playlist. And she was like, okay, great. She would never like make herself a playlist. Mm-hmm. She would just like put on Pandora or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or like a radio station. But like, uh-huh. I was like, we're going to make you one. And so, um, this was, this was a playlist for her and she suggested this one. Good pick. Good pick, Catherine. Very good. Very good. I was very happy with it. Um, excellent cleaning music as are all of these. I've been feeling lately like I need to sit down and like take some time to make some new playlists because I've been feeling like my old ones are not really right anymore and I just haven't I just need to do that to like curate the music that I'm into right now because I've been having more people over too now that I like living in a new apartment and um, I've been having people over like one by one to like hang out and I'm just like wanting like a good sort of soundtrack to have in the background but it takes time you know you really have to sit down and like make an effort to to put it together but I I think I need to do that. Yeah, I've been feeling that way too, actually, interestingly. I feel like I made a lot of effort into making playlists. Like the last time that I made like a big effort into making playlists was like, I think early days of the pandemic when I was like, okay, I need like a soundtrack for this. I need a soundtrack for that. And I feel like I, um, there's like sometimes like I, I like add songs to like a playlist of like shit that I'm listening to right now, but like. Um, sort of willy-nilly and like that works for um, you know like an everyday sort of playlist situation but I feel like I've been feeling like I've also been wanting to have um, an updated curated set of playlists for that is you know for my various moments as well but you're right it's just like it takes like time and you need to sit down and I feel like I feel like sometimes I've been doing like the 
put a bunch of songs in a playlist and then shuffle them but then like it won't like even though like they could all work in a playlist if they're sequenced in the right way if they're shuffled it's like too big of a change so then i want to sequence them Mm -hmm. right which is like a whole other yeah um, you know a whole other experience and set of work as well so yeah the sequencing is a next level I do love a sequence playlist. I feel like I gave that up a little bit in the Spotify shuffle era, Mm -hmm. but I used to be so intense about about sequencing and mixtapes and you know mix CDs and stuff like that. So I've been craving a good, well sequenced playlist again. Yeah, I do appreciate the the level of detail involved in that. Um. Okay, so my next pick is a really famous singer that we've never brought to the podcast before. I was like still surprised when we come across folks five years later that have never made it. Um, this is Lucero, and the song is called Yano. Let's take a listen. Me pudiste conquistar con mirarme y nada más y tú ni caso para hacer o tu querer una flor de amanecer y tú ni caso me habrías hecho bailar lo que quisieras tocar ahora es demasiado tarde ya no lo siento tu hora pasó Classic. Yeah, right? This is from 1991. Um, I was sort of surprised that we had never brought brought Lucero on. I know. I mean, she's a huge Mexican singer, telenovela star, actress. She's like hosted the Grammys a bunch of times, the Latin Grammys. Yeah, she's like a big, big, big deal. Um, She's not like somebody that I am super familiar with. So she isn't like Mm, in my rotation. mm -hmm. But um, when I came across this and then looked her up, I was like, all right, she's a pretty big deal in Mexico um we talked about this last time that like Mexico seems to be a pretty big source of the senora jam genre (laughs) there are a lot of Mexican artists in that realm (laughs) well I think that Mexico for a long time was really the center of um the Latin music industry Mm -hmm. um especially for the time that like you know, people of our generation might consider like Senora Jams were coming out in the late 80s and the early yeah. 90s. Right now, I think it's more think Miami, it. right? Uh huh. But um, but for a long time before that, even way before the 80s and 90s, Mexico has been like a a really big center of the music industry. So mm-hmm. I think that that might be the source there. I think but that, I think you're right. But also, yeah, like the film songs, industry the too. Jam. Yeah, yeah, film industry yeah. for sure. You like this one? 
Yeah, I think that we might add it to my sister's playlist. Nice. I think she would appreciate this one too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I guess Senora James might be another place where we overlap <laughs> in our taste. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. This might be the more feeling of the music that you like. Extremely dramatic. Yeah, I mean, this is like so many feelings, but there's something about Senora James that I really. Um, I can really get into these feelings that I have like no context for in my current lived experience, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, this has no relationship to my real life, but I'm feeling it like it's happening to me. Right. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the powerful voices and the, the way that they project feelings through their voices is pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, the drama, the drama. Yeah, my also next like song the big hair. Sort of, <laughs> oh yeah, the big hair. So much <laughs> big hair here. My next song has all of those components. Um, <laughs> lots of big hair, lots of drama, lots of feelings that I feel like you know I like punch the air, like feeling them even though it has no. Uh, bearing on my life. This song is called Hacer el amor con otro and it's by Alejandra Guzman. Amanecer Poner A mi costado No es igual Estar contigo no es que esté mal ni hablar, pero le falta madurar. Es casi un niño blanco como él. Yo sin ese toro que. So this one is so fucking dramatic and <laughs> I simply cannot believe that I was listening to this as a child. Like yeah. the lyrics are so explicit. Like it's particularly I think sin tus uñas arañándome la espalda. Like <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's so extra. Yeah. I was definitely singing that way before I knew what that shit meant. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, it happens with music. People just like look the other way. For sure. So, yeah, the song came out in 1991. And if you look at what Alejandra Guzman looked like at this time, she definitely looks like she's in 1991. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it was definitely every mom's jam at the time. My mom had this like little old little white hatchback that I'm sure was older was definitely older than I was um, that um, that 
she she drove and we I remember hearing this um uh, the, nice. you know in the radio of the white Brasilia that we had mm. <laughs> and yeah just outstanding and I just like love the raspy voice uh the raspy voice uh, singers you know like mm-hmm. your like Ana Gabriel's your Alejandra Guzman's like these like dramatic raspy señoras that yeah. you know really do it for me yeah it's a different kind of it's not like the belters though you know not like the big voice but it, the whole raspy thing it's got a different quality yeah yeah like they definitely belt like in a raspy like rocky way like these were like women who were like we rock and roll a little yeah. bit <laughs> right you know right. what i mean right. like definitely yeah. alejandra guzman was sort of on that tip i was saying that the on the album cover she has like a little dangly cross earring i'm like this just like seeing all the fashion that's back from like the 80s and 90s is kind of wild um, that we're like old enough to be experiencing it again. Just makes me feel really old. Um, not that I did that then or would do that now, but I just I just like ref- recognize it in the in the trends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I really am into this one. I also just now was googling. Um, the car that my mom used to have <laughs> when I was a kid. And I was like, wow, that's really what it looked like. Mm. <laughs> was that in Venezuela? Yeah, it was in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to Google it. It's a car. It's a Volkswagen Brasilia. Nice. People love Volkswagens back then. My, I think that at the time my aunt had a, a VW Bug mm-hmm. that is still in my family is still being repaired it's still going it's still like one of my cousin's kids i think uses it now or like one of my cousins like younger cousins uses it it's like still going wow some motherfuckers can go for a minute impressive yeah (laughs) it's impressive yeah german cars you know Mm mm-hmm all right. All right. What did you bring next? Yeah. So my last one for the main part of this episode is another Mexican singer. Um, it's Yuridia, and this song is Ya Te Olvide. Ya te olvidé. Vuelvo a ser libre otra vez. Vuelvo a volar hacia mi vida que está lejos y prohibida para ti. Ya te olvidé. Ya estás muy lejos de mí. Tú lo lograste con herirme, lastimarme y convertirme en no sé qué. Mexican singer um, came out of the reality TV competition show world. She won a show called La Academia. I'm not familiar with it, but it's a pretty popular show in Mexico. 
And by age 19, she'd become one of the highest selling artists in Mexico. So she kind of just like exploded into fame from that place. Um, this is the newest Senora Jam that we brought, which and it's 10 years old. <laughs> so this is right, an right. older music episode. Um, but I feel like it sounds exactly like some of the music from 20 years before it to me. Like the same kind of big <laughs> voice, big feeling, ballad. Um, this one is like breakup music, you know, which I, is another sort of subs, subsect of the Senora Jams genre who's making the senora jams of today i feel like i, I can know. think of like english language senora jams like adele like is definitely senora jams uh, beyonce i think is definitely gonna be like what senora about jams. taylor swift <laughs> everyone's talking oh, about her album i don't know i don't, I don't listen to her and i yeah. don't find her appealing in any way so I, yeah. I don't even have anything bad to say about the album because yeah. i just haven't listened to it i haven't wanted to i haven't either but, but. yeah but maybe <laughs> Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, who's making the Senora Jams today? I feel like Mark Anthony's music could be in the Senora Jams category too, just because classic yeah, salsa yeah, is very Senora. Sure. And he's still making classic salsa. Um, but yeah, it's a good question. It's like, oh, well, also, I mean, the the question is really like, what are Senoras today listening to? Yeah. Are they listening to music from the past? Are they listening to music from the present? You know, because some of this Or what are young people listening today that are going to be the Senora Jams of the future? Right. Like, what's the power pop situation these days in Latin America that is going to transcend enough to, to like, become generational classics? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good Hmm. question. It's a good question. I don't have an answer. (laughs) Veamos. What are we going to be listening to in 20 years? You know? Probably some of the same stuff we're talking about now. Um, uh, definitely some of the stuff we're talking about now, but I feel like a lot of what's big in pop right now is less senora and a lot more dirty, but maybe senoras will just be mm, feisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just going to be feisty <laughs> ass senoras in the future. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a cultural shift, right? Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. All right. What's your last song for this episode? My last song is maybe one of the older songs that we have on here today. This is definitely like Senora Royalty. This song is called Olvida Me Pega La Vuelta and it's by Pimpinela. Hace dos años y un día que vivo sin él. Hace dos años y un día que no lo he vuelto a ver Y aunque no he sido feliz aprendí a vivir sin su amor Pero al ir olvidando de pronto una noche volvió ¿Quién es? Soy yo ¿Qué vienes a buscar? A ti Ya es tarde ¿Por qué? Porque ahora soy yo la que quiere estar sin ti Por eso vete, olvida mi nombre, mi cara, mi casa y pega la vuelta Jamás te pude comprender Vete, olvida mis ojos, mis manos, mis labios que no te desean Estás mintiendo, ya lo sé Vete, olvida que existo, que me conociste y no te sorprendas Olvídate todo que tú para eso tienes experiencia de emociones un día marché 
de un mundo de sensaciones que no encontré. So yeah, this is another very dramatic number that's big feelings uh, that apply in zero ways to my current life, but it's still very fun to There's say. nobody that you want them to forget your name and your number and your house address. <laughs> I mean, I think that they've probably forgotten. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that concerned. I'm really not yeah, concerned. They not can remember concerned. it. Whatever. Yeah, it's Who cares? Yeah. I don't yeah. care enough. Uh, I, uh, I don't care as much as this um, character in this right. song cares, but also nobody's harassing me trying to get back together with him. Yes. So, right. you know, shout out to people holding up boundaries. <laughs> Respecting your no. Um, I really love a duet that goes back and forth like yes. this. Yes. I feel like this would be a great karaoke song. I, I was so. going to say the same. Oh thing. my God. If look at I you. was into karaoke, <laughs> I feel like it would be such a dramatic good song to sing. It's a great duet. It's a great duet. <laughs> All right. Someday we will do the karaoke songs episode I've been asking for for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like a dramatic duet would be such a good mm-hmm. bring down the house karaoke mm-hmm. song. Mm hmm. I love this video because they're wearing matching outfits on the beach, singing this duet to each other. I'm like, if you're trying to break up, why are you wearing matching outfits? I'm, I'm a little confused. By this. <laughs> <laughs> something doesn't really yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to, they need to work something out. You need to differentiate your wardrobe if you're trying to break up. Yeah. yeah. And it's very like, oh what is this from God. the 80s? It's very 80s. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Or maybe like 80s. late 70s. I'm not sure. But. Yeah. Uh, it's a look. It's a look. Definitely a look. I mean, Pimpinela is like, you know, they had always, always were pulling looks with the feathered hair and yeah. like, you know, it was mm-hmm. like a whole vibe, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. He and she definitely on this video have the same hairdo. <laughs> like, yeah. They both pretty much have exactly the same hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Pimpinela, if you guys are not familiar, are a a classic Argentine duo, definitely Senora Royalty. We brought them on the show one time before, and actually it was Richard Mm -hmm. from Songmas, who was on the show a while back and brought uh, (laughs) brought Pimpinela, which is outstanding, brought Aesa, which is, like, you know, another Pimpinela classic for sure. Um, And I feel like this song came back into my rotation uh, again, because there was there's this person on TikTok. Um, we'll link in the show notes so you can go check it out. But there's this person on TikTok. Their name is Igor Morales, and they do this thing where they like have like a combination of. Uh, blue and red makeup and blue and red lights so that it looks like they have like a a full beard and unibrow when one light is on and like lipstick and eye makeup when the other light is on and so then they like turn their face around like depending on what the duet is but he's doing both of them and it's just so fucking good (laughs) and it just made me laugh forever it made me laugh forever and um, that's uh, how this song came back into my <laughs> into my radar, and I feel like it's been my it's been on my Senora Jams playlist ever since. I am so impressed with what people can do with like a ring light and some makeup and some good acting and editing on TikTok. TikTok, bro. I really, I really shout out to those folks. I feel like it must take so much time. Oh my god, so much time. And yeah. it brings so much joy Shout to my day. Shout out to all these people who just 
spend hours of their day creating content for free for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people are, some people are monetizing it. Yeah. I think it is pretty monetizable. Some people are getting paid, but Um, you know, not everybody. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. It's, I'm always extremely impressed. Like the acting, the editing, the skills, the comedy, (laughs) all of it. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. This kid's acting is top fucking notch. Yeah. It's like, wow, you're really doing both of the characters here. It's really great. Highly recommend you click through the show notes and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you all so much for listening. We wanted to remind you about our little tiendita that, um, you know, if you have any sort of like holiday orders or anything that you're trying to get, um, the deadline for shipping by Christmas, I believe, Perez, correct me if I'm wrong, is December 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we are all stocked up and don't have any... Um, supply chain issues <laughs> so <laughs> you know if you need your stocking suppers yeah. uh, that's definitely one place where you can go yeah so go check it out we'll put the link in the show notes um also you can check out the show notes for all the information about the songs we brought on this episode um and make sure you're following us on social media we're on instagram and twitter and we also have a little newsletter that we send every friday so if you want to sign up for that check out the link in our show notes Oh, also a shout out to Maite from Cabronas y Chingonas, who is um, the editor for our show. Thank you. Hasta la próxima. Bye.